1: Welcome to Hacking Your Leadership. I'm Chris. And I'm Lorenzo. And welcome to this episode of our Holiday Hacks for 2023. Um, please go back and listen to our previous ones if you haven't yet. We're discussing the top 13 Leadership videos um, as being watched by current and potential future leaders of Generation Z. Um, this list was curated by AI and our own research, and you know, kind of looking at what our audience is watching right now. Um, on this episode, we're going to be talking about a video by Juliette Funt. Called white space, and this this is a term that she's known for in, in general. So you can, you can kind of learn a lot about Juliette Funt and white space in different videos, but we'll still put a link to the video in the podcast description. Uh, she defines white space as specifically not meditation or or mind wandering or mindfulness, meaning you know focusing on one thing or kind of letting your brain do what it wants to do, but as you know, kind of the ability to control your environment in a way that allows you to get the most done. And I, I think this is appealing to a lot of people in Gen Z specifically because of this idea that you, you don't want your work to be what defines you. You want to be um, definable by many different facets work being one of them and and the ability to create this kind of white space, the ability to kind of you know, kind of work through things in the way that Juliet talks about is something I think is very important to a lot of people, um, especially in younger generations, as they're they're trying to kind of move their their careers while still maintaining some semblance of a a personal life and hobbies and, and other things outside of their work.
2: Yeah, I really like this video because it talks about, and I'm a huge fan of like, we, I know we did like the, the developer's dark side, but like this idea of sometimes positive things or overusing positive things oh, that yes. can then become a negative. And I, and I love that she talks about like the, 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 there's these positive assets that she considers them to be thieves of productivity. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of this idea of these, these are things that that are that, that we do that we would read on the surface and say, yeah, that's exactly what I want to be able to be, you know, doing as a leader, having an impact, on, uh, but these things can create an amount of pressure that takes us away from from being in the moment and from you know considering things that are going on and slow us down from getting the actual work done.
1: Right, it's, it's the uh, the old saying, you can't see the forest through the trees. And um, there was, I remember there was a um, a commercial for QuickBooks probably 25 years ago now, and it it the the kind of the slogan at the end of the commercial was. Um, are you t- are you too busy doing your job to do your job? <laughs> and, yeah. and it was this kind of like what that means is when you when you kind of like really break down what that means. What it's saying is, are you focusing on the right things, or or are you allowing whatever the the fire of the moment is to take you away from doing what is truly important? And and I like how she puts it in this in this context because you're right. The the things that she mentions um, drive excellence, information, and act- and activity. The, these are things that you would think on the surface. Oh, I, I want I want to be driven. You know, I want to be excellent. You know, I I want information. Information is good, right? We should be sharing information. And you know, if you if you see a group of people that are you know that are active, that are kind of working, you can tell that they're getting trying to get work done. Those all seem to be good things on the surface. Um, But, you know, she says that basically uh, excellence can become perfectionism. Right. And and sometimes perfection is the uh, is the enemy of done. Right. We've heard that from a lot of people. If you um, if you want to make something perfect, sometimes you never get it done because you're trying to make it perfect. And that can kind of take you put you in this in this place where you become less productive um, and and less effective at your job because you're focusing on these things.
2: Yeah, no, I, I like that you called that one out. And I love kind of how information becomes information overload and activity becomes frenzy.
1: That's a good one. Like,
2: yeah, like those two things are so, 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 so true. Um, so many times in leadership, like, so we get information and then we, we, we want more information and we want more information and then we have more questions. And, and we get caught up in kind of the whole, like, you know, uh, paralysis by analysis and just having sure. too much data instead of just picking our head up and be like well what what am I doing right now and what are the things I'm trying to solve and how can I go validate this and what happens if if I didn't have any information at all what would I go do and can I go spend some time doing that thing and then the activity becoming frenzy um, I you know I wrote an article the other the other week about just busyness and kind of the idea of like looking busy and having things to do and being very reactive and how sometimes for leaders that really is is like disguising productivity because you're you're doing a lot but you're getting nothing done. And, and I mm-hmm. think these are things that I think, you know, uh, from a leadership standpoint, you really have to consider these things and how and where you spend your time every single day.
1: Right, right. She talks about how we adapt to this and, and it's really tough to see it happening in the moment. You almost have to, you know, look up and say, "Oh my gosh, what have we become?" From a standpoint, almost like you know, they say you you put a frog in water and turn up the heat a little bit, it'll it'll die. But if you throw it in boiling water, you know, it'll uh, it'll jump out. Um, th- this is this is how this happens. This doesn't happen because someone gets into a situation where this is overloaded, and and they go, "Yeah, this is fine. This is normal." It happens because it happens slowly over time. Uh, and I want to talk about how she says that we can kind of uh, stop this from happening. Um, but first, I want to get up toward one of our sponsors. All right, so according to Juliet Funt, the, one of the, the things that you need to do in order to increase the amount of white space that you have for yourself and to, to create this balance is, in her words, decrapify your workflow. And you know, I, I like this a lot. One of the things that I've done in, in over the, the last few years is when I sit down at my desk, um, I have a, an hour for that I put aside to be able to read and respond to emails, and then I turn off my email notifications. Uh, and I don't uh, visit them again until the end of the day. Uh, I, I used to do this thing where I wanted to be, you know, seen as reachable and responsive during the day when an email would come in, but that would take me out of whatever else I was doing that was important. And now I do it at the beginning of the day and then I do it once at the end of the day, if something is so urgent and important that it is needed. That it needs to pull me out of what, of what I'm doing. The person will re- reach out to me within in some way other than email. Uh, if it's done by email, it isn't something that typically needs a response within 30 minutes or an hour. It can be sometime during that day. At the end of the day is fine, or the, or the next morning. And so these are the the kind of things that she talks about. She talks about having you know the right things on your desk. You know, not having things that will distract you or take you out of whatever it is that you're doing. There's there's a lot you can do here to to kind of make your workflow more more conscientious um, and, and that will allow you to create the white space that you need
2: yeah I, I'm a f- big fan of this and I think it's funny for me it's it, for me white space is like literally a whiteboard. Um, I was doing this a couple of weeks ago where it was like, you know, I've got some time. I don't have anything really going on right now. i got about an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Like, let me put my phone down. I'm going to be in front of a whiteboard. And I'm just writing Like, like what right now kind of what's going on. Like what are some of the things that are top of mind for me? What are some of the things that... I'm thinking about solving for, and and I love kind of how she defines it. Is like white space has no rules, it has no goals, it is boundaryless freedom experience where your mind can play and improvise and follow instinct, and it gives us permission to think the unthunk thought. And and so like for me, that's really what that is for me. Is like if I don't if I don't have that space, if I don't have the time to say, you know what, I, I know I have some time where I can just like blue sky, ideate, think about it, write stuff down, try to make connections and just be in the moment there. Um, that's where, you know, I'll tend to have some some elements of like just anxiety around like, you know, when will I have time to kind of pause and and, and be in the moment of just like letting my ideas run around what I'm responsible for as a leader and, and what I'm responsible for at work. And what are those things right now? And how are these things connecting dots for me? And and we we get that time when we're sometimes out walking the dog or um or just doing something kind of mindless. Sometimes it's driving, um. But but I think you have if you plan for that and you have that time with your team and you're able to walk in into a meeting and say, hey, we're gonna have some white space. And what does that mean? I don't, I don't know exactly. <laughs> like we're gonna sit down and we're gonna have an hour and I'm just gonna go around like, what's top of mind right now? What what are some things that you're thinking about? In regards to the work that we're doing, um, and let's just let's just play about that. Let's talk about that, you know. And and I think that for teams, I think would be really really healthy.
1: Yeah, I agree. If you think about, I you know, like your example of a, of a whiteboard. If you think about things like the uh, the culture acronym that we that we developed, or mm-hmm. the idea around what does what does a, an employee centric workplace look like that isn't just kind of letting people do what they want to do, something that is that is designed around effectiveness and productivity and high performance, but that is also employee centric. Those ideas were were done on whiteboards, but they weren't done in 30 minutes. They were done in multiple sessions that were kind of. Um, that were kind of uncontrolled, but just you know we had some we had no nothing on the plate for the moment. so we just said let's let's put an hour into this let's let's put thirty minutes into this. And it was kind of created over time and it has looked better over time because of that. It, it, there was no like we only have an hour to do this, we got to get it done. It was we have an hour that we can do this. What can we get done in that hour knowing that we don't ha- there is no deadline. It's just we have to figure out, um, what what would we do if we could? And sometimes not having those deadlines associated with it, but also knowing that you have the kind of the the freedom to play in a, in a space that is important to you, that can make all the difference in the world. And it can make you feel like you are being productive on something that is bigger than yourself. Um, I think it can uh, it can inform purpose in your in your life and in your workflow, uh, and it can make the 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 times of the day where you seem like there is too much drive and there is too much perfectionism and there's there's too much frenzy as opposed to activity when those things are going on knowing that you have this part of as part of your day I think it can make those things seem just a a little less problematic because you you can kind of um, you see the contrast of the balance between the two and, and I think uh, if you don't have this in your workflow you you should do your best to kind of add some of it.
2: Absolutely. And with that, it brings us to the end of this episode. This is Hacking Your Leadership. I'm Lorenzo. And I'm Chris. And have a great day. When you
0: buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously. Shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib.